Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefo Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Okay, Annie, I have to ask you for this Monday mini uh, because I kind of already know this answer, I believe, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. What is your favorite source of social media slash medium style of communicating on social media? Oof. <laughs> or no? Oof. Uh, I, I guess it's Instagram. I don't, I really don't use social media that much, but people contact me through Instagram pretty regularly. And so I'll go in and answer messages on there. I used to love a tipsy gram, yes. which that was one of my favorites, which is where you get kind of tipsy and then you record a story and you cannot re-record it. You have to post it as is. And I've gotten some gold out of that, in my opinion. I think Twitter can be great, but is generally not great. <laughs> yeah. But it can be. It has yeah. some like... Really nice areas that I do love. But uh, I would say Twitter gives me like the news faster than the news. Like I can't that's look true. things up and immediately, like I w- read one random text yesterday and was told within 15 minutes of Jason Momoa's divorce. I was like, yeah. or split. And I was like, good God, mm-hmm. what's happening? And I got it from a person on Twitter who was already on top of things. Yes, yes. Twitter is definitely. Very, very quick uh, to report things. But also, you know, I'm always so... Every time I see something or someone I love trending on Twitter, it feels like I'm dying inside because (laughs) it's almost always bad. Right. But so far, it's been fine. But that aspect I hate. I hate. And it it also, it plays into the algorithm because I get a bunch of Star Wars stuff or Marvel stuff because... I love Star Wars and Marvel. That makes sense. But that means that every time I see on trending, like, I don't know... I just saw Mark Hamill was trending. I'm like, oh my God, it's ruined. But it was yeah. fine. It's just popping up because they know I like have right. clicked on his tweets before. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I think for me too. I will say uh, I like Twitter for, like I said, people will tell me things so quickly and it gives me kind of a good way to gauge just because of the people I'm following mm-hmm. um, or the people who are following me, you know, so and all that stuff. Instagram I've done less and less on because they have not put in the whole like suggested you like these posts yeah. in between all of them. I'm like, who are these people? I'm very confused about what is happening mm-hmm. to things that I don't want to see anymore. And it becomes an ad to you should follow this and you should follow this. And I'm thinking, I don't. I don't for a reason. Right. Why is this happening? I don't want these pictures. And some of it is really sad. And I'm like, no, I don't I don't right. look at this for a reason. Why are you doing this? And then if you've like, if they think you've already seen your old posts, they give you all new ones, which Again, I'm baffled. Like, who are these people? What is happening? What is happening to my feed? Mm -hmm. So Instagram has become less on my list. And of course, I've kind of talked about the fact that my mother is now on Instagram. Oh yeah. And so I post a lot less, less because of that on Instagram. So just if y'all are wondering why, it's just (laughs) now. Like I'm kind of dropped. Uh, But my newest favorite, and you know my newest favorite because I've been talking about it for so much, is TikTok. And there may be a bit of irony with the fact that I've talked about not knowing who is on my, you know, list and all of a sudden getting all these new things, which is kind of the whole point of TikTok is to share with you fees that might interest you that you may not know about, which mm-hmm. is the For You page. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But before we start, yes, because we wanted to get into a little bit about what TikTok is doing and how big of an influence it is and how big it is when it comes to movements, activism, and women. So... But when it comes to social media, there's 
a lot to talk about, and we just wanted to go ahead and let you know, we're not going to go too in-depth in some of these things, but may mention sexual assault or violence, harassment, eating disorders, fat shaming, trauma experience, and all of that kind of conversations, because when it comes to movement and activism, there's usually something that they're trying to fight against or fight for. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and let you know about that content warning right at the jump. Again, we're not going to get too deep into it, but just kind of give you some examples and um, some people who are doing the activism on TikTok. Yeah, and if you've been listening, like I said, uh, I have been caught up in the world of TikTok. And y'all, I avoided it for so long because I knew, I knew. Well, one, it felt like one more thing to take up on my phone and my data and my space, which I've had to delete so many things recently because I'm like, I don't have enough yeah. data on my phone. <laughs> uh-huh. And then also, I thought maybe TikTok was a bit too young for me because it did. It kind of came from the world of Snapchat, uh, all of those things, which I really thought were for teenagers who like to share videos with each other, dances and all that. I'm like, yeah, I'm hitting 40. Do I really need to be in another social media world? I'm wrong, but just saying. <laughs> um, and of course, fear of what I would be diving into. There are so many things that I'm like, what, what, what is Mm -hmm. this? But I wasn't wrong about these fears. I wasn't wrong. Uh And to the point, like I said, I'm so caught up. I've had to place a timer setting on it so that it will check me on how much time I'm spending or consuming this app. Because there is a setting where you will make you do a code pin it stops you, tells you to, that you've spent an hour on here. Do you want to continue? You must enter this pen. So I did that for myself because literally it would sit for three hours. I stayed up from, I went, I was trying to go to bed at 11 o'clock, looked down after watching all these videos on TikTok, but it was 2.30 a.m. I had spent that much time wow. not realizing it. Yeah, it's a time suck for sure if you're not careful. And I'm not the only one by the way, Annie. I know you're not (laughs) into it, and I've had to send you some of the videos. Smart, smart, smart. But (laughs) I'm not the only one. According to some statistics, there are currently 1 billion monthly active TikTok users. In fact, they have over 3 billion downloads, which is about one-third of all social media users, point blank. And they did that in four years, which it took almost three times that long for the growth rate of Facebook or Instagram. So it took them 10 years to grow that many uh, users. But for TikTok, they did it within four years. And this includes a supposed ban that was supposed to happen yeah. at one point, mm-hmm. which may have actually skyrocketed the number of downloads. That is that conversation. But, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Everyone was panicking. I'm like, do you really want TikTok? And like, no, but what if I do later? <laughs> yeah. And then there was also the fact that... Uh, <laughs> they had a lot of ads out at one point yes. right during the time they said yes. that they may be banned. Yes. And also just to add on, you probably saw, but SNL with Billie Eilish did a, a sketch on spending all the time on TikTok. Probably too real. Oh, it was very funny. It was a dad trying to get his, I'm assuming, daughter to take out the trash. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was just on TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And finally, he joined TikTok to try to send her a message like, go take out the trash. (laughs) And did it turn out that he actually got a part of it and got stuck in it too? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I have to say, that's my least favorite. I like getting TikToks from people, but I hate that it autoplays the next TikTok. I hate autoplay with a burning passion no matter where it is. I hate it. Um, <laughs> do not make me watch your next video. Don't do this to me. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so in 2021, TikTok was the most downloaded non-game app for the first six months and has been one of the most popular, if not the most popular app in 2019 and 2020. And yes, they even ousted Google as the most popular, quote, online destination, which was tracked through a web traffic monitor called Cloudflare Radar. Right. So this report went out everywhere because it made such big news that it outdid Google. Yeah. Of course, TikTok has its issues and problems, whether we are talking about the continued shadow banning and non-crediting of Black creators. And you can go listen to our episode that we did with Bridget to learn more about that. Um, The continued harassment and trolls of content creators and even fat phobia of the app. Um, So there is a lot to watch out for, just as there is on pretty much every every social media platform, I'll say. (laughs) And we will talk a little more about some of the specifics, but just an FYI, there has been a big debate about whether or not TikTok is actually bad for you, as in your mental health. But there's also a lot of conversation about the fact that that TikTok makes you aware of things that you might not know of. I actually watched, like, in real time, someone diagnose another woman's uh, thyroid issues. They were like, hey, this is really off the topic of whatever she was talking about. But I noticed your thyroid. You may want to go check it out because it's this and this. And it turned out, yeah, there was an issue. So it was really interesting on the content like this because there's a lot of hyper-awareness. There's a whole side of TikTok called ADHD TikTok. Yeah, I got caught up in that. Anyway, (laughs) so there's a lot to be said. And yes, also, we could probably have that conversation about the fact that uh, TikTok and apps like this create a shorter attention span and whether that is... Good for you or not. I'm going to go with not. That's me who has a very short attention span. (laughs) Uh, And with it being a near medium, this is a great opportunity to start off on the right foot or equal footing at the very least. Uh, Meaning at this time, the amount of women content creators are more than men by about 7.5%, with women making up 53.79%, while men make up about 46.1% as of August of 2021. And the gap is significantly larger when it comes to the users. Women make up 59% of the users, while men make up 39%. And if you're wondering, the age breakdown, 19 to 29-year-olds have the most users with 35% of users be in that age group, followed by 18 and younger, which is at 28%, 39 plus is at 19%, and 30 to 39 at 18%, which I found surprising. Honestly, I thought the 30, 39 would be higher. Um, However, there are a few reports that show that the underage 18 users may actually be larger than that number represents, um, whether it's because they're lying about their age or whatever, whatnot, uh, because some of the other uh, statistics show that they are the highest Mm. amount of the age group that uses TikTok, which again, probably is also why I was like, oh, this feels like it's way too young for me. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not just the overall demographics that have us interested. It's more to do with the actual content. Um, And if you look at my uh, For You page or FYP as the hashtag goes, which I still don't quite understand. Apparently, it makes it more popular. I I don't know. Because some (laughs) of it is like, I don't have this on my thing. And if you're seeing this, it's meant for you. And I'm like, "Is, is it? Is it? Wait, is it? Oh, no. So I'm very confused <laughs> about this. Uh, you will see that for me, I have many a dog, cat, maybe a raccoon, maybe an emu account wow. that I follow. It's really uh-huh. cute. Um, but with that, there are also many different activists that have caught uh, my attention. Wow. 
Okay. Emu. Um, well, <laughs> I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen an emu. I like an emu. I'm just surprised, that's all. But I guess it's not so surprising to see the large amount of misinformation, unfortunately, that the platform allows. But the good news is there are those who have and continue to go viral with factual information to counter the damaging content. I remember we talked about this with the Dungeons & Dragons account, right? Yes. Yes. Um, whether it's the debunking of medical misinformation or about politics, there are several creators out there bringing scientific information in one to three minute snippets. But with that, there is also a lot of drama and some real danger. The word doxing has been flying around social media, the social media world. And just in case you don't know, that's publishing personal information like address um, online. Uh, and TikTok is is a part of that, is the top contender for usage of the word. And not too surprisingly, if something or someone is caught with enough ferocity, people have been swept up in firings, harassment, and swatting. Right. There was actually a couple of incidents uh, recently uh, by two content creators that they actually got swatted and uh, there's a whole like lawsuits happening and such. So there's a lot uh, going on within this world. There's a lot of drama yeah, you've been telling me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> anyway, um, and there are many who criticize the monitoring or how TikTok is monitoring the app, questioning what is considered a violation and what is allowed. Recently, a popular TikToker was arrested for the murder of his partner. Um, I think at that point, they were ex-partners. Um, and his account, which highlighted his, his relationship, they made this like couple's account during the time, was allowed to remain up after his arrest. Like, they didn't do anything for it, and they kept it all going. Uh, they had a pretty high amount of followers. And we talked not too long ago about the continued highlighting of white TikTok creators over black creators uh, who had to go on strike to even be heard. But seemingly, very little has changed to even out the dis- disparity. But there are movements that are being brought to the forefront, and for the better, such as climate change activism and a group known as EcoTalk, which is made up of young influencers posting videos about environmental and climate topics, uh, which began in July 2020, has been able to have some much-needed conversations thanks to this app. Yes, and the group has worked to make viral videos to bring awareness to the problems happening around the world. Members like Carissa Cabrera, a marine biologist, have been using TikTok to bring scientific content into a fun learning resource type of area environment and she has garnered hundreds of thousands of views for her video Um, and she's not the only one the hashtag climate change and sustainable have more than billions of views throughout tiktok other movements such as abortion rights movements have also been able to use tiktok to educate and bring awareness tiktoker alex cueto at alex the feminist for example has had over four million views for one of her posts alone which showed her confronting anti-abortion protesters And this is working not only to push back the protesters and educate the viewers, but also to protect the rights of women coming to the centers. And then there are people like Drew Afuelo, I'm so sorry if I said that wrong, A-F-U-A-L-O, who has her own way of turning the tables on misogynists. Um, And I do follow her as well. She's very entertaining. Everybody knows her by her laugh, just in case you were wondering. Uh, And she has a whopping 3.6 million followers and has built her followership with her unique content of criticizing and critiquing sexist content. So she'll literally stitch her video is what they call it, Uh, which is, again, accompanied by her very identifiable laugh is quite cute and she doesn't hold back and 
I would say she is an absolute powerhouse. Uh, she may making sexist men shrink into oblivion with her jokes and comebacks. And she has been criticized for her usage of harsh jokes and pointing out physical characteristics. But as she says of those who push back, quote, all of a sudden, I'm the meanest girl ever. You make a joke and I make a joke, but somehow mine's mean and yours isn't. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So essentially, she's like talking about the fact that whenever she sees a video of men making fun of women, she comes right back at them and let them know, hey, I'm here. I mean, yeah, it is pretty harsh, but it is quite funny. Uh, I enjoy it. Again, of course, I may not do this type of, first of all, I don't think I have uh, the gumption to do so as she does, (laughs) but she has definitely gained a lot of traction to the point that it's almost hilarious how often you'll see her name tagged in these videos ready to go and a lot of men in response will delete the videos immediately or delete Mm. their account so it's pretty interesting to see but women like her who do these things are coming with a whole other level of like hey we're done we're done playing and she even talked about the fact that you know it's a it's a mistake to assume that every woman is just going to take the high road which we've been taught for way too long so, mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, with the good does come the bad. And recently, Vice reported an alarming amount of incel content on TikTok as well. Recent data by Claren O'Connor shows a large amount of misogynistic hate speech within the platform. And oftentimes, it's ignored by TikTok. And one big movement highlighted was the MGTOW, or Men Going Their Own Way, which was a movement that often sidled misogyny with white supremacy. Not surprising. And some of the videos shared within these hashtags and these groups have included videos that were made by Elliot Roger, an incel who murdered seven people in 2014 before he killed himself. And yeah, one of these videos include him specifically talking about women and how they have, quote, have starved him of sex and pleasure. So obviously very much in the incel manifesto. Um, And which, by the way, uh, they stayed up until this report was shared with TikTok recently. Oof, oof. Yeah, and though TikTok has banned many of the hashtags and some accounts related to the movement, it doesn't seem to be going away. And TikTok also seems to be going um, pretty slowly to take some of these items down. Hashtags like hypergamy and red pill were still active when Vice released their article as of November of 2021. And why would they allow so many tags and accounts to continue unchecked? Well, Fraser Heritage, a professor at Birmingham City University, says, quote, one of the issues online platforms face is that swaths of society are misogynistic, or at least built on misogynistic ideas. So there is a difficulty in drawing a, quote, line in the sand. Right, and I thought that was a really important line, that this is the idea and it's so accepted that it allows for it. And I can't tell you how many videos that I have actually seen um, that I'd didn't necessarily equate to being incel, but that would go in blaming women for situations, uh, whether it's, I've seen several uh, great videos of women pushing back on men harassing them or not leaving them alone. And within the comments, men are so adamant that women are in the wrong and being too aggressive or the way they dress. And the amount of comments that flood in like that was kind of shocking because I'm thinking with this new content, maybe people have changed perspectives and and have understood and have grown, but it doesn't seem like that. Um, And I think with all those comments and with all those conversations happening uh, within the 
videos, none of them are really checked, it seemed, from what I can gather. And that's mm-hmm. concerning. And I think a part of that is just the fact that, well, it is what it is. And you knew what you were getting into with social right. media. Right, right, right. So, um, and with platforms like TikTok, which has dramatically grown in popularity, it may be harder for workers to keep up with the ever-changing and ever-adding amount of content. Um, so many are hopping on with a new dream of being a TikTok influencer not realizing how it can be good or bad. You never (laughs) know. And and for those who do make it, they are making bank, as creators can make up to $200,000 for one branded post. Like I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, And if you have a certain amount of followers, you could possibly make from 200 to 5,000 a month. Of course, you would need to accrue over 100,000 followers to even be considered to get any of this pay. Just a reminder. And some of the top influencers uh, today include Charlie D'Amelio. I'm sorry if I'm butchering these names, uh, who has 132.7 million followers, Cabby Lame at 124.9 million, and Bella Porch at 87 million. So there's a lot of people. There seems to be like the top five that just kind of go, you know. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. different rankings. And a lot of them have made careers out of this. Not only has Bella Porch uh, has now, I think she was already a star um, mm-hmm. and a singer, but now her career is even more so grown in popularity. And then Cubby uh, Lame, who is known, he doesn't even really speak in his. I don't know if you know who this is. Nope. Um, but he is a content creator that literally just points out things that are obvious. So there may be an item that helps you uh, gets up keys off the ground, but you, you, like it's so random. He just like shows you like picks it up, like pick it up. And that's <laughs> his thing. Uh, mm. Super cute. I enjoy it. It's fun. But he's made a career off of this and has been touring around the country, around the world, modeling and getting sponsorships. And then Charlie D'Amelio, she's been through a lot of things. Her and her sister are both pretty viral. And I believe they're getting their own reality show through this. Mm. So there are a lot. Addison Ray is also another big name in TikTok world, and she has done a movie already. Wow. A Netflix movie, I believe. So there's a lot to be said that if you can make it, wonderful. Of course, some of these content creators have also been accused of stealing content uh, from others, and oftentimes it is women of color, people of color that they've been stealing from. So that's a lot of questions that we have in that as well, because yes, this can change uh, people's lives. This can be a career. So it does make a difference in this level. And, and I'm not even talking about uh, using sounds. So on TikTok, you can take someone's original content and whatever they're saying and put it onto yours and make it like an overlay. And it's a whole different type of level that I'm not sure about. But I do know that a lot of times it's stolen and people don't credit that even. Yeah. And that is like, it's obvious it's someone else's content. Where did it come from? Why wouldn't you say it? And the problem is when people are making money off of that content without acknowledging and or giving credit to where it came from to begin with. Uh, which mm-hmm. TikTok is a whole new world. I'm interested to see how copywriting and any of that, and even to the point someone's ta- actually said, and we want to dig into this to later, that it could be an NFT, that soon maybe some of the sounds could be an NFT. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What There's a, world. a lot, Annie. It's uh, what a world. That is, can that, you imagine what a world. trying to explain this to our like, selves 20 years ago? <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. No. I'm confused today that it exists. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a lot happening in uh, TikTok world. Obviously, I didn't even hit on some of my favorite content creators myself. I just kind of pulled in some names that I've seen um, that, as we're researching it. But there's a lot uh, to be said, and there's a lot to look into when it comes to social media, especially newer forms and why it's so popular. And again, the opportunities that it can afford to women if we truly, truly uh, are given that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Well, Samantha, you and I just need to get 100,000 followers. Easy. Yes. Yeah, Easy. yeah. Uh, I have one video out and you don't, it's not even my name and I got 600 views. I'm so proud. Hey, hey, that's not bad. That's pretty good. We did see Samantha and I in what feels like forever ago did actually go to a movie theater <laughs> and we saw a commercial for somebody's TikTok account and I was like, wow, okay. Um, well, Clearly, there's a lot we could dig into here. And listeners, we would love to hear about any of your favorite TikTok activists or accounts or what you're doing on TikTok or anything you think we should be talking about on, on about anything, really. Um, you can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuffmomnevertoldyou. Not quite on TikTok yet, but who knows, maybe one day. Um, thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Huh, I wonder if she's on TikTok. But she does good content. Do you? Do you? We'll find out. <laughs> Thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.